Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. It's funny because I am having the hardest day today just yeah, getting out of a funk. I'm in a funk. Do you guys ever get that? Where you're just like, oh my God. I tried to record this podcast. This is like the fourth time. I just cannot get out of a funk today. It's really frustrating. Really frustrating. I wanted to go over a couple of headlines that I saw from over the weekend. Maybe that will lift my spirits. Did you see that uh, motivational speaker that uh, skydived naked? It was for a good cause. It wasn't like that that's what he does. Like, hey, life is good. Now here I am naked. <laughs> skydiving. No, he, it was to bring awareness to mental health and suicide pre- prevention. So that's it's for a good thing. And he also broke a record. But it's just kind of a weird thing because that's how he, I don't know. I just don't want to be looking up with my kid uh, through his telescope. Be like, hey, let's uh, let's see if we can get your telescope to work. Look at some clouds and be like, oh, look, a skydiver, Timmy. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Why is the skydiver naked, Daddy? I don't know. Anyway, so that. I saw that. I just thought that was interesting. It's good good for him for bringing awareness to mental health and suicide prevention. That's a good thing. But uh, naked skydiving is just a little weird. Tessica Brown, gorilla gorilla glue girl. That's hard to say for me. I am not smart. We've already established that, that I'm not smart. Uh, Me trying to say gorilla glue girl is uh, very difficult for me. Anyway, the the you probably remember she accidentally somehow, I don't know how, accidentally put Gorilla Glue in her hair. She thought it was hairspray or something like that, and it just jacked up her hair, jacked up her scalp. Well, anyway, the good thing that came out of this is now that she she has her own hair and scalp products because she had a lot of scalp damage because of this. So she has tbforeverhair.com. And these are products to help people with their their scalp problems and their severe hair problems. And it's, I guess, fairly cheap, $14 to $18 uh, for products. So good for her for taking a horrible and got to be horribly embarrassing situation and making it a positive for herself. So that that's good. Good, good for Tessica Brown. Again, uh, tbforeverhair.com. Check it out if if you're having if you're one of those persons that has hair issues. So that's that's a pretty cool thing. Did you see this couple in the Ukraine? They handcuffed each other. They handcuffed themselves to each other for I think it was 123 days because they were having relationship issues. So what better way to try to solve your relationship problems than handcuffing yourself to that problem? It seems like the dumbest idea, and big shocker, they broke up. It, 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 I think if you handcuff yourself to anybody that, it, I, if you handcuff yourself to your wife that you've been married to lovingly for forty years, and then you handcuff yourself to her, you're gonna get divorced after that because it's that's a dumb idea. They deserve to break up. That's all I'm saying. It's like, come on, think about the the just day-to-day process of, of life, and then you, all of a sudden you have to have somebody right arm length with you all the time going to the bathroom. That's not going to be fun. 
No. Where'd you go for lunch? Taco Bell. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> That's divorce right there. Break up right there. Idiots. Come on. Now, part of me also says, well, I guess good on you for trying something different and, and trying to save the relationship in a way. But ultimately, it's like, come on, that's you should have thought about that. And somebody, somebody should have told them, guys, this is not a good idea. Really? Handcuffing yourselves to each other? That's not, no, no. Dumb idea. Dumb. But they did it. Now they're broke up. Why'd you break up with your last uh, girlfriend? Well, we handcuffed ourselves to each other. Seemed like a good idea at the time. 123 days? Seriously? So stupid. So stupid. One thing that I want to get into a little bit is the Kardashians. So they're wrapping up their huge... I mean, they've been on TV forever. And it's funny because they're like the original influencers. And... It's very easy to bag on them because it's like, oh, they're Kardashians. But you have to take a step back and just appreciate their success because they made their lives a reality show. And they're the originals. They just, they, like, what was it? Like, two of them are billionaires. And I know one of the, it's one of the youngest girls, one of the Jenner girls that is like the richest out of all of them. Cause she has like makeup or something that she's, that she designs or whatever, however they do that. But like good for them. It's very easy to hate. And I was talking to a friend this morning who was talking about work environments. And we'll get into that here in a second. And he was talking about how it's so easy to hate you can, there's two two easy things to do in life to quit and to jump to hate or be negative it's like wow and kind of with the kardashians it's just an easy go-to thing to hate well why do you hate them uh, they're just famous for being famous it's like well yeah okay however you want to look at it. But you know what? If the, if I was in that position, I, I I don't blame them for what they've done. So yeah, I'm defending the Kardashians. It's not like they need me to defend them. But it's like, I whatever. They had a great run. I'd be so, if that was like, they those are my kids, I'd be so proud of them. Like, like dude, you just dominated not just the United States, but the world. You say the Kardashians in any place on the world, on this planet, people know who you're talking about. And they can tell you like their opinions on the Kardashians, whether it's good or bad. But yes, they, can give, they know who they are. That's pretty mind-blowing for people that are, quote-unquote, famous for being famous or however, whatever. So I think we can all stop with the Kardashian hate because if that was, if, if you were in their situation and people wanted to watch you on TV and you made that kind of money. Yeah. Fuck everybody else. That's great. Good for them. Good for them. I listen, that's, 
I couldn't open up my house in my life like they have. I couldn't live that way. I couldn't imagine just constantly, and I know they don't shoot 24-7. I know they, they shoot. It's kind of staged where they'll come like a couple times a week or however they do it. But still, even going a day with a crew, a film crew following you around, I, I just couldn't do that. It, it, it just be, it, I, I say that. I, I would like the opportunity <laughs> if somebody wants to do it, but it'd be really stressful. I think about, I've talked to you before about how the real life of being a parent, like in the stresses, I see on TV like, these these parents that are like, oh, don't do that, Tommy. Uh-uh. <laughs> and she and like the mom or the dad's like, like about to explode on the inside. Oh, I could never do that. Because I like we were at the I was at the pool the other day with my kids, and my wife's at home working. I'm at the pool with the kids, and and there was another lady there with her kids. And I'm, I'm just relaxing by the pool. And the mom was trying to get her kids to do something. And she's like, just do this, do this. And the kid's just ignoring her, like a, you know, classic kid. And I'm trying not to laugh. And I'm obviously, I have a smile on my face. And she's like, I don't even know why I bother. She's like, and then she just looks at me, and I really appreciate this moment. She looks at me, and she puts her hands out, and she's just like, just fucking do what I say. And she starts laughing. And I'm like, that's a real moment. But you know, if that was on TV, that you'd be shredded as a parent. Like, I, I just think about the, my normal daily stuff, like when I've had to correct my kids and you know that you'd be constantly ridiculed for your parenting and all that shit. So I, it, I, I, I could never be on TV. That and I'm, I'm just not interesting. I've said it before. I'm more of a hermit. I don't want to be going out to all these places. Mainly because I'm cheap. Cheap. So, yeah, TV crew, if you want to pay for it, I'll go to Disneyland. It'd be great. Go. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I, that would be just hard. It'd just be like, why is Scott? We had to edit out uh, two hours of you crying in the corner because <laughs> your children wouldn't listen to you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're going to have to move on from this project and uh, sorry. Thanks for your time, but not really. Ugh. And it was interesting. My wife was watching the Kardashians. They're doing like a wrap up show and they're interviewing all the people. And they're talking about like all the hard work that goes into doing those shows. And it's interesting because it is a different environment than I've ever been in. So I don't, I don't even really know how to wrap my mind around what their routine was. It would be fascinating to me to see how a show like that was put together. Um, but it also tells me it's just like that's just another work environment that is out there. There's just so many different types of work atmospheres that we're all, you know, everybody, there's so many unique ones. And I, I would never really think about that type of job if it wasn't for the Kardashians. And again, good on them. Uh, 
wish them continued success. It's it's very interesting, and I know Kim is trying to do uh, become a lawyer or something like that. So hopefully she gets that. That's pretty cool. Good for them. I have no negativity towards them. I, like I I respect all that they've accomplished. Does that mean that I'm a fan of the show? No, not really. Uh, I can sit there and watch it with my wife because I want to be around my wife, but ultimately I do not care about the show. But I do respect the show. It's kind of like rap. I'm not a big fan of rap or hip hop, but I do respect the hell out of that type of music because it's it takes a lot of skill and effort for what they do, and it is an art. And in a sense, with the Kardashians, that is an art, what they're doing. And I respect that the fact that they've capitalized on that. But going back to the workplace, it's it's interesting when you talk about teamwork and like we're talking about Kim Kardashian and they're talking about how, how hard they work and who's the hardest worker and all that stuff. And it's like they're they all work hard in in a in a sense in but it's different from anything that I do. It's different than most likely anything you do. So it was interesting. I started going through and it started with me um, searching like the benefits of uh, what is that called? Oh my God. I just total brain fart where you're doing, oh God, team building, the importance of team building and team work. So I'm talking to a former NFL player this morning and he's talking about, you know, working for playing for an NFL team versus versus what he's doing now and how NFL, it's all about team, team building, working with each other to make each other better and making ultimate the ultimate goal of being a success with your team. And then in the environment he's in now where it's not necessarily about that, it's a bunch of individuals and a bunch of cliques, kind of groups of people all, all out for themselves and not working well together. And the gossip and the the you know constant talking behind each other's backs and very high school like. And not all jobs are like that. It is actually kind of funny when you think about that that that's still a way that companies are run. But it's usually the reason why companies are run like that with clicks and shit like that is usually it's it's immaturity in some aspect. It's the no official control by management. And it can happen really easy and it can just spiral out. So what happens is as when a manager finds out that this stuff is happening, like the clicks and stuff like they, they need to nip that shit in the bud because it's all it's doing is stifling productivity uh, in the workplace. And you obviously, if you're working somewhere, you want to be productive and you want your people to be productive. So then you can be profitable as a company. And if you're in cliques like that, in groups of people like that, you're not working as a team. And 75% of employers in, uh, rate teamwork and collaboration as very important. Obviously, it's hugely important. I'm curious about the other 25% of those people that say uh, teamwork's not that important. <laughs> what? <laughs> How would you think that teamwork's not that important? Oh, those are the those are the twenty five percent of the people that fuck it up for everybody else. So, according to a survey, seventy percent of U.S. employees are not engaged at work. Team building is a good way to fix that. So, seventy percent of employees just not engaged. 
I could totally see that. I've been one of those employees. It's hard to get engaged sometimes, especially when you don't believe in what's happening at your job. You have disagreements. You lend your voice and your opinions to management and they just shut you down. And then like six months later, they're doing exactly what you suggested. <laughs> That's happened a lot. Oh, to the point where I've had other employees go to me and say, didn't you bring that up? Yeah, yeah, I did. That's fine. Whatever. It happens a lot. But have you ever been in a meeting, like a brainstorming meeting, and people just like go around the table, what are your thoughts? And then you lend your thoughts, and they immediately shut you down, and it just totally stifles your creativity. You can't do that in a meeting. It's, it's totally a bad way to handle a meeting. You can't do that. It just ruins the creativity. And so if you come up with an idea, what in if the manager or whoever's in charge of it doesn't like the idea, they just need to morph it into something that, you know, doesn't completely deflate the person that just said it. So they're willing to continue to participate. So that happened at plenty of meetings where I'd go into and not necessarily me, but like Somebody would say something like, what if we did this? And then we're like, oh, no, we're not doing that. And then that guy would never say another word the rest of the fucking meeting because they just totally crushed his dreams and his creativity. So you can't do that. When I was in, in Minnesota with Schlereth and Evans and we had nothing other, nothing else to do other than make stupid videos, we would talk to each other, come up with ideas, and no idea, literally no idea was a bad idea because even if it wasn't the final idea, we would all build off of that and work together and we would come up with something great. And that's how you do it. You don't, nobody ever once in that situation, in that environment, did we shut each other down? No. We're always like, ooh, I like that, but what if we did this instead? Ooh, that's a good idea. Then we could do this. Yes, yes. And then maybe do that. No, yeah, maybe. Okay, yeah, okay. And then you do it. It was a complete positive experience doing stuff like that. But if, if I would have said, no, I don't like that. And then guess what happens? Nothing happens the rest of the night. No creative movies. Uh, videos. No video of Mike Evans throwing hot water in my face. No video of Mark Schlereth spitting milk in my face. No, doesn't happen. It's all positivity. It's all how you look at it. I think, in all honesty, the person in charge of this is management. Seems like a no-brainer, right? But what needs to happen is before you become a manager, you need to become, you need to go through some sort of training, basic, I don't care what it is, go to the local community college and learn how to manage people. Take a basic training course, right? Nothing wrong with that, okay? I'm sure companies, you, I'm sure that could be a company. You travel around certifying people to become managers, right? how to deal with people because how many of you have worked for a manager that has no fucking clue what they're doing right just like how the fuck did this guy get a job Are you serious i worked at quiznos as a manager and i don't even i did not know i should not have been 
a general manager. But I took the job because I didn't want to turn it down. So I was one of those guys that could have benefited from, you know, more of a training course on how to be a manager and manage things. I should have, could have, well, I could have if they would have paid for it, but I didn't know. And I didn't want to turn down the opportunity because I was like, shit, they're giving it to me. It was a lot more money than I was making then. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Didn't had no right doing that in a sense of, I, I, I just wasn't ready to be a manager at then, but I wasn't going to turn it down. So there's a lot of people that take those opportunities to be managers because it's right in front of them. And it's like, fuck, I, when else am I going to have this opportunity? I don't know. So I might as well take it. So then you get a bunch of these people that take it, but they're not ready for it. So I think that is more, again, than that goes on to the people above them. It's like, why can't you just invest in a little bit and get some basic training for these people to know how to manage people? There's way too many people that are in positions of power that don't know what the fuck they're doing. So then next thing you know, you got a bunch of great employees that are in a toxic work environment. Bad communication. Nobody trusts one another. Morale's low. So how do you how do you get that back? Well, that's where companies need to start investing into these. And it's funny to me because I always thought this was stupid. And I was really only part of it once where we did a team building thing and it was okay. It did establish closeness in communication, got everybody involved. Morale kind of boosted after this. But team building does work. And I see my wife's company really invest in that. And it's not just the managers that do it. It's everybody does it. It's a simple thing of taking 10 minutes before the day officially gets rolling the doors open to whatever business you're in and you take 10 minutes to play a little game with each other. Maybe it's like two truths in a line. You write it down on a piece of paper and they're like, okay, Todd, you wrote, wrote a bowl, skydive naked and likes to bake enchiladas. And you're like, there's two truths and a lie in there. What is it? And you know, whatever. And then you just, you have fun with that. And you, you can do that like once or twice, once a week you could do that. It's, there's just, it's a matter of not finding excuses not to. There's more benefits into that. It's going to increase morale. Like I said, you're going to communicate with each other more. You're going to have trust within within each other. It's going to encourage creativity, mental health. You're going to be happier at work. That means you're going to, your production is going to go through the roof because you're going to be happy to be to work at work. You're going to, like I said, trust your coworkers because you've laughed with them. You've bonded with them. You're going to respect them now more. It's not going to fix all the problems. Don't get me wrong. But it is part of the path to get better. And I, I just feel like if your company, this isn't like an endorsement for anything, but if your company isn't 
doing something like this, you might want to take a step back from your company and go, why the fuck aren't they? Because there's more positive to this than not. I mean, how, how many of you have worked in a job where you're like, I don't even really know my fellow employees. That fucking sucks. That sucks. But then when you start to get to know people, they're like, this is a great environment. This is fun. Other things that I remember working in the restaurant, like we used to play games with one of the customers. We used to, you know, guess the burrito weight. <laughs> if you get it right, you get the burrito for free. That was fun. But we'd also do other stuff behind the scenes, like what was it? Like we, whoever did the, you know, there'd be always side competitions of who did what, and as far as their responsibilities and whatever. And then there'd always be, you know, as long as you did all your work, you could be in the running to get like a kudos, kudos of the week. And, and they would get like, you know, recognition, weekly recognition. Today it's, uh, you know, Jose did a good job this week. So you're getting recognized. And that, that like meant a lot. Like we put their name up on the board and write a little something about them. That little shit goes a long way. I used to have a boss that refused to give thanks to individual employees. He felt it was unnecessary and would make them soft. So instead he would prefer, and he always did, say thank you to the group of people, but never an individual. This makes no fucking sense. But he used to do that. That's what he used to do. And people hated him for that. Because everybody noticed, like, dude, he never fucking says thank you to anybody. What an asshole. There's just a lot of people like that. There's a lot of bad managers out there that have no idea how to manage people. You got him running through your head right now. That guy was a shithead. He had no fucking clue. I There's plenty of them. Oh, my God. I remember. I worked at a place, and it was right before they put they took off the full credit card number on uh, receipts. So we would keep the receipts, uh, our copies in the back room. And our office shared a hallway, because I was working at a restaurant, and there was a hallway that went into another restaurant. So one day I'm going, there was a new manager. He was above me, and I was the assistant GM. And he, I go to you clean the bathroom because we all shared the same bathroom, the two restaurants. And I noticed there's credit card receipts everywhere, but they had the full fucking no name, number, expiration date. Everything was on there. And I'm like, dude, you, and I go into the office and he had just shit just scattered about paperwork everywhere on the floor and everything. And I told him, I was like, dude, you got to clean this up. This is people's livelihoods right here. You can't do that. He's like, nobody would they're not going to do anything with that. Nobody does that. It's stupid, which is ridiculous. He's just an idiot. So I, I essentially make him clean up. Then like, a couple days later, I, same fucking thing happens. I was like, are you ridiculous? Are you fucking kidding me? So I contact the owner of the restaurant. I was like, this is what is happening. It's not right. And Somebody gets a, the wrong person gets a hold of somebody's information. It's going to ruin somebody's life. He agreed. 
he reprimanded the guy. But then, like, a month later, the guy did it again. And I was like, you know what? That's And stack on a bunch of other random things that this fucking dipshit manager did. So I was working with him one day during a lunch rush and line out the door. And I just said, bye to my fellow employees. And I was like, I'm done. And I just walked out <laughs> and left them. Yeah, I did not. That. But again, that goes to there's people that are in management situations that don't belong there. And he didn't belong there. He didn't know what he was doing. And he didn't do anything to fix it. And even when I addressed it to his higher ups, they didn't actually do anything to fix it. They just slapped him on the hand and then he continued to do it. Anyway, I kind of rambled along with this. Make sure you are trying to focus on being the best at whatever job you're in, whether you're a team member or you're a manager, make sure you're the example of trying hard and trying to be great. You are the beacon of light in your position, whatever it is. Just try to be great. Don't try to be perfect, but just try to be great at what you do. And try to avoid the negative shit that's all around you. And if you can make your environment better, try to do it. Easier said than done. I know. I know. But try your best. All right. All right, guys. I love you. Let's keep moving forward. Talk to you next time.